Dr. Martin Luther King said, nothing in the world is more dangerous than sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. Welcome to another podcast that we like to call Wise Counsel. Let's go. Being black in America, this black guy's perspective. From the beginning of time, I've always, in my opinion, had an uncommon black advantage, that being that I've grown up not only carrying my father's name, but also having the privilege of his presence. As a black kid, I never even considered it to be a thing. But as a black man, I've come to understand just how much of an anomaly this really is. As of 2020, greater than 75% of black children grew up without their fathers. Little boys and little girls who are none the wiser across the threshold of the womb of their mothers, crying from the trauma of the birth or the rectal pad of a doctor's open-handed glove, now cry because of the lack of a father and or the close-handed single-finger pull of a trigger. How do we right these wrongs? Or do we even care? Do we as a people possess the bandwidth to not only confront the conscious oppression of blacks in America, or has our fight atrophied after generations of fighting a battle yet unheard? Either way, giving up should never be our cadence. As a husband of 25 years to one wife, a father of four daughters and a grandfather to one granddaughter, I'm sickened at the notion of fatherlessness in our community. I may really scramble your eggs here, but fatherlessness is not a pandemic in our society. It is not a cultural phenomenon. It's not even the justice system's fault. We are the problem. Let's consider some truths we don't ever really want to face. In the entirety of mankind, there's only been one immaculate conception. It happened better than 2,020 years ago, and it wasn't even in America. It was a virgin named Mary having a savior named Jesus. Every other conception was act of two people. Not all of it was consensual accounting for those who are the product of rape. What would happen if we could effectively quell premarital sex in our community? Seeing as though I was not a virgin on my wedding night, I'm in no way saying I have the answer, nor do retort that this is even a viable option. But what if? There are more black children killed every year in abortion clinics than there are in street gang violence, and definitely more than attend HBCUs. But what if we could quell that too? African Americans account for about 12% of this country's population. But what if gang violence wasn't a thing and abortion wasn't a thing or the need for the morning after pill wasn't a thing? We could most effectively bolster our numbers in this country, potentially increase our stake here and affect change for the better of our community. The problem I believe we have is manifold, but it can be rectified if we'd but only try. What if we did more to have more black teachers? To diminish the draw towards sports and entertainment and redirect our dollars toward entrepreneurship, education and empowerment. What if the teachers in our black communities were being paid like LeBron, Giannis or A.D.? You'd say that could never be done, but I'd say it's never been done. We typically run to sports and entertainment because it's been a proven ticket out of the ghetto for many, but it hasn't been proven for all. What if we spent more time empowering every church in our community with after-school programs, CDC dollars to ensure the church could hire staff, 
or set up hedge funds to ensure black communities are safe. What does that mean, by the way? Ensuring black our black communities are safe. Why aren't they safe? I'm intrigued by the fact that we've reduced ourselves to fighting over a street that doesn't bear our name. Over territory we've claimed but don't pay taxes on. Where in the world did this idea come from? My pastorate mind says this is of the devil. But my cultural mind says, are we our own enemy? At this point, it's rhetorical, a mindless pondering, a mental exercise designed to keep me grounded in the happenings of my community. But the truth is something needs to be done. I will submit to you, my brothers and sisters, that I do not look outside of my community to neither place blame nor find fault, because in many ways we are our own worst enemy. Before you turn me off and declare me to be a heretic, let me articulate in very plain speech that I believe that we are victims of a society built by us, on us, but not for us. I'm extremely aware of how politics geared toward keeping us down has become so much a part of the culture that to speak against it to some will sound anti-American when really it's anti-human. As a 14-year employee of the school system, as an administrator in a behavioral school that had more white males than black, and to see how the black kids were often held to a different standard, and a longtime employee of the Florida Department of Juvenile Justice as a corrections officer, I promise you, you aren't listening to a novice. And I hear you say, but what about the government that enslaved us, claimed to have set us free, then jailed us when we'd leave? Yeah, I know. Or you say, but what about the government that burned down Black Wall Street in Tulsa? And I'd say you're right. And you say, and Rosewood and the lynching of black men in slavery and now on the streets by policemen. And again, I'd say you're right. But let me ask you this. Did the justice system have anything to do with you impregnating women or girls who weren't your wife? Did the government have anything to do with you skipping school or not getting uh, the academic help that you needed? And remember, at this point, proximity isn't the issue with the advent of the Internet. All of these things I've listed are definitely problems we must adequately address in America. But I'd like to implore you with the words of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. You've got to know that you're a king. You're a queen. Your royalty and the way you manage yourself as royalty determines the efficacy of the kingdom in which you rule. When you taint your kingdom with the entrance of another fool's bloodline, you diminish your value. When you look across your borders to prolong life, you diminish your value. I'm not talking about race or color or creed or economics. Nah, I'm talking about shared values and perspective. Much like the eaglet hatched on the ground amongst chickens. How can you know that you're an eagle when all you've seen is chicken mentality? They look like you because they have feathers. They have the capacity to fly, but not too far nor too high. But until you take the opportunity to look up to see who and what you really are, you'll forever and always have eagle parts functioning like a chicken. As a father, I've taught my children to take pride in their name and their family's heritage, both spiritually and naturally. As a pastor, I teach my members to relish in the fact that we serve a risen king and he lives in us. Therefore, royalty runs through our veins. As a mentor, I teach the mentee there's so much more to life than the vain grabbings of money, houses and cars. 
Rather, the true essence of life is being able to inspire someone else by one's ability to overcome the steepest of obstacles. Being black in America should be a trophy, not an indictment. Let's go after our greatness with reckless abandon. With the tenacity of Dr. Martin Luther King and the civil rights leaders, the intelligence of George Washington Carver, and the verbal swag of Zora Neale Hurston. Remember, you aren't trying to be white when you speak with proper grammatical structure. You aren't even trying to be better than the people you've come from. You're trying to make things better for the people you come from. Because when one of us wins, all of us win. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Wise Counsel. We hope that you were inspired, intrigued, and empowered. Do us a favor and be sure to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast outlet of choice. And don't feel shy to leave a critique. We're always looking to better ourselves for you, our listeners. Always remember you can get information from anywhere. But wisdom is the product of the intentional, the heartbeat of the intelligent, and the desire of the intrigued. Join us again right here for our next episode of Wise Counsel. Wise Counsel is a subsidiary of GT Salter and Company.